Welcome to Rough Girl Turned Redeemed, a podcast where real, raw, and relevant truths on faith, marriage, and motherhood are discussed. I'm your host, Stephanie Holbrook, just another Rough Girl Turned Redeemed. Let's jump in. Hey, Jalise, thanks so much for being on. I'm so excited to have you on. Now, ladies that are listening, this is Jalise, and is it is it Balan or Balan? Yep. No, it? it's, it's Balan. You got it right on the first try. I'm telling y'all, I'm getting better at this. I'm getting better at saying all these these new names. Um, <laughs> but she is the author over at Neither Height Nor Depth blog, and it is absolutely it's encouraging, um, convicting, no doubt, God inspired words for the the hearts of us women. And so, Jalise, just go ahead and, and kind of just introduce yourself. Tell us about yourself. Do you have children? How long you've been married? Give us all the goods. Hey, Stephanie, thanks so much for having me. Um, Yeah, so I have been married to my first love um, for almost 20 years. We'll celebrate 20 years this May. And we have three teenagers together. So we are definitely in the thick of it right now. I have a 16 year old and um, 14 year old twins. And I live um, in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia, um, which is just a beautiful place to call home. We've been here about 15 years, but I grew up in the Washington, D.C. area. And um, let's see, I've been riding for about six years at Neither Height Nor Depth and um, just really thrilled to be able to share my heart with you. And um, so thankful for the riding connection that brought us together and developed a, a new friendship and and just for your heart for women and um, glorifying God and having this chance to talk to you. Girl, what you talking about? You pretty much introduced yourself like on that with the whole writing for God and, and reaching women. Girl, you are gold. But go ahead. And uh, so tell me, so you have a 16-year-old and 14-year-old twins. What yeah. have you got? Have you got girls, boys? What are we looking like? Um, I've so my twins are a boy and a girl. And then my 16-year-old is, is a daughter. So I've got two daughters and a son. Goodness bless it. Oh, like I see you're a real woman. Like I, I may have four kids, but I had them one at a time. <laughs> Whenever I see women who have more than one baby at a time, I'm like you, the real woman, you, the real MVP. I tell you what. Um, so tell us a little bit about how did you get into the writing journey? Like what was that, that, that moment where you're just like, I think I'm going to put this stuff on paper. You know, I, I don't know that there's like one moment. I think it's something that just was always building. Um, I mean, I remember being in like the fifth grade and that's what I wanted to do was be a writer like that. That I felt like that was that was the, the dream job. And then when I got a little bit older um, in high school, I was editor of our school newspaper. And when I went to college, I, I majored in journalism. So I thought maybe that whole writing thing was going to look more like being a, a reporter or something like want it to be the next Woodward and Bernstein and some like cool investigative reporter. Um, and then I got married um, out of high school or excuse me, out of college. And um, within a couple of years, my husband and I started a family and somehow I found myself in this corporate job. I mean, I was doing marketing communication, so it wasn't far from my degree, but it wasn't exactly what I had planned for myself. But I was really good at it. And, you know, we had 
a family to support. So I just kept going forward. And, and then, you know, I, I kind of, when I hit 30, I started, God was doing a lot of work on my heart. And um, my husband and I were going, had gone through a really rough season in our marriage. And I was doing some healing from things that happened to me in my childhood. And I just felt like, um, I had been stagnant for so long in my walk with Christ and having to deal with all those hard things throughout the whole time. I kept hearing God say, I'm going to use this one day. You're, I'm going to use this hard stuff that you're going through so that you can um, give hope and light to other people who are struggling with it. Because I think that um, sometimes in the church, we really struggle with being fully honest and vulnerable about the really ugly stuff of our life and our past. Um, we put on what I call our church smiles when we walk through the door and people say, how are you doing? We're like, oh, I'm fine. Um, so it was right about that time that I started um, just sharing sharing very privately, um, you know, some of my story and testimony. And, and every time I did, I found more and more women were coming to me and saying, oh my gosh, me too, me too. I thought I was the only one. And it was really kind of heartbreaking to me that um, here we were, like at this point, you know, in my mid-30s, a lot of these other women were the same age or older, and we've been carrying these things for so long without feeling like it was safe to come forward and talk about it and support one another in our healing. And so that's when I really, it all kind of started to come together, that calling I had back when I was a little 10 year old, you know, to write. And then God having put that whisper that I'm going to use these hard things that you've been through um, to glorify me and to help others. And so that's when uh, about the time that I started my blog and started writing, there was always a dream for a book in there somewhere, but that took a little bit longer <laughs> to get to that. But that's kind of where it all was birthed out of. That is just so beautiful, Jaleese. Like I just, while you're talking, I just, I jotted down some things like there's purpose in the pain. Like God has a plan for that pain. He's not going to just leave it there just to fester. Um, but then also how Satan moves in the silent shame. Like we don't, you know, like you said, we put on that fake smile. We tell everybody everything's fine. And yeah. really deep down inside, we're struggling. And, and Satan just has that grip on us with that shame. So you said that turned into a book that took a little bit longer. Could you tell us a little bit about your book? Like what, what could we, you know, once it comes out, because I know you said that you're having some difficulties with the publisher right now but once that comes out why why would a woman like why would the listeners want to get your book like what is it that that they are going to be able to identify with and learn from and glean from your book yeah so the book's called Forgiven and Restored, and it, it's actually available right now. But as you mentioned, um, unfortunately, it was just published in July of 2019. Um, so it's only been out a couple months, and um, I was lucky enough to be signed with a with a wonderful publisher, small publishing house. But unfortunately, um, that publisher um, is going out of business, and so the book's not going to be available everywhere much longer. Um, so I'm still working out what that's going to mean. But the book itself is really, um, like like the title says, Forgiven and Restored, it's really about that journey of forgiveness and restoration. And um, it, whether or not, what I have found through conversations with the women who have read the book, um, so the 
let me back up a second. The book talks very specifically about my personal journey with forgiveness and restoration in my relationships. It talks about finding healing and forgiveness in my relationship with my mom. Um, when I was 13, I was um, sexually abused by my stepfather and my mom really struggled with being able to come to terms with that and accept it. And so it created um, a very broken relationship that continued for many years. And, um, and, and it kept me harboring a whole lot of anger and resentment. And then um, about five years into my marriage, also um, began a, a silent struggle with pornography that he'd been dealing with since he was a teenager that I had no clue about. And um, it had spiraled and escalated until it led to infidelity in our marriage. So two very different relationships, two very different circumstances, but God is so good and how he walked me through the healing and forgiveness process in both of those. Um, and I think that not every relationship can be restored the same way. And I talk about that in the book. Um, but I do think that there is um, a great amount of healing and freedom that comes from forgiveness, no matter what type of restoration um you know, comes of the relationship itself, um, there is restoration in our hearts and in our souls when we allow God to do that work. Um, and so for anyone picking up the book, um, you know, it's not, you don't have to have been through those same things. You don't have to have been through um, infidelity in your marriage or um, sexual abuse in your childhood. If you have a relationship that you are struggling with and you have someone in your life that you are really struggling to forgive and move on, and then this book is for you and it's going to help walk you through that journey. Absolutely. I, I agree wholeheartedly with that because, you know, that it's not forgiveness is just for a certain situation. Forgiveness is needed in every situation. Yeah. Um, and it's like I had a, a, a friend reach out. She has got a young lady, um, a young mother that's dealing with uh, depression and anxiety. And she asked if I knew, if, you know, if I had any godly devotionals for her, you know, that I could recommend mm. or anything like that. And um, the the book that came to mind was, and and it's kind of a popular book right now, but it's the the Le Lisa Turkerist. I, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, the it's not supposed to be this way. And even yeah. though she's really, I mean, we know that she's talking about infidelity, you know, in her marriage and, and the hurt of that. But I mean, I was able to apply it just to with my struggle with anxiety and depression because in my mind, when I first began my Christian journey, you know, it wasn't supposed to be this way. Like I was not supposed to struggle with this. Um, and I actually, I didn't get depression and anxiety or I wasn't, you know, diagnosed with it until after I was a Christian and a couple of years into being a Christian. So like you said, I think with your book, anybody with any situation, they could absolutely gain gain some knowledge and, and some comfort in how to forgive and how to restore um on neither height nor depth you talk a lot about i mean you cover a, a variety of of topics but mainly you are you are ministering to women yes yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I do have some, some male readers, which is always funny to me because um, I, I do feel like I'm very specifically speaking to women, but I'm not going to argue with I'm not going to argue with who the Holy Spirit is 
fall in to read and get encouragement. But I, I do have a, a really um, just a soft spot in my heart for women and ministering to women because I think that there's um, – I've been in women's ministry um, for about seven years now um, at my church, and I think that there are just a lot of um, unique struggles that women have and carry, and there is so much pressure um, to kind of put on this this happy face and to be perfect, the perfect mom and wife, and um, you know if you if you got a career in your career, the perfect home, um, and then there's all this stuff laying underneath, and that it is um, really not only uh, tearing down the self-worth that women have, but it's also um, creating barriers in their walk with Christ because they don't feel like they measure up and they're good enough. And that is keeping them from going, growing closer. So I have a real heart for that encouraging women um, and just acknowledging those painful places, but, but, but following that up with acknowledging how powerful God is and, and bringing us out of that and walking along beside us and supporting us in those dark places. And I love how you're not like your message is not the you go get them, girl, like you can do this. Like, no, it, it's it's no, you can't do this. But there is some that you can rely on to help you do it. Like, that's what I love. Like, you're not you're not feeding us the cotton candy. You're giving us you're giving us the meat and the potatoes. You're giving us the good stuff. And I love how and, and I know this personally because I'm I'm in uh, the women's uh, writers group with you. You do not take speaking to women and sharing uh, the gospel and and sharing scripture, you do not take that lightly. Like you really, you were really dedicated in making sure that you deliver a true godly message. And you also speak at women's conferences and churches and whatnot. Do you not? I do. Yeah. I'm, I'm really lucky in that. Um, I'm, I've mentioned I've been in women's ministry for a couple of years with my church. So I'm the head of women's ministry um, for my church and we're um, a, a church plant. So we're relatively young. We're only um, about seven years old as a church. We've only been our own church for about four and a half, five years. Um, so I've gotten to kind of watch how this has grown from the ground up, which has been a really beautiful process and, and challenging, but seeing how God's shown up. Um, and so, so yeah, doing women's ministry um, has led to um, doing a yearly retreat um, called the Renew and Restore Retreat. And it started out with just women from our church, but um, I just did my seventh retreat. I think it was the seventh one in October. And um, it was the first time that we had just as many women coming from outside of our church as we did from inside. So it's really kind of grown and taken on a life of its own, which is just a beautiful thing to see. Um, And then I'm also, I feel incredibly humbled and blessed that um, because we are a small church, um, our pastor um, does not, we only have one pastor, we don't have a whole staff. So when he needs to travel or is unavailable, um, then he pulls from a few leaders within the church to help share the message. And I've been very blessed to be one of the ones that that he's asked to do that. So um, I've had the opportunity to teach at our church um, a a number of times over the last couple of years. And and I, I 
appreciate you saying that because I don't take that responsibility lightly. I think it's a real honor to be able to teach God's word. And it's a real responsibility because, um, you know, people are looking to you to give them truth. And it's so important to get that truth right and not let your own um, opinions or worldly views cloud the truth of God's word. So I don't take that responsibility lightly for sure. Absolutely. Now, let me ask you this. What do your, now you have two daughters. What do they think about mama doing, you know, being a speaker for God? <laughs> um, you know, it's so funny because um, my kids are incredibly supportive and I thought that as they got older and I do occasionally write about them. I mean, I wouldn't classify my blog as a parenting blog, but they are a huge part of my life. And God reveals a lot of stuff to me through parenting three teenagers. So I do occasionally write about them. And I thought as they got older, they would be less enthused about <laughs> their mom being out there sharing stuff. Of course, I always ask their permission before I write anything about any of them. But they have been incredibly supportive. And it's um, actually my oldest. Um, she has been she's she's incredibly talented musician. And so she's been my worship leader at the women's retreat the last two times, uh, even though she's she's quite young. And so that's been such a beautiful experience to share that with her. And um, even though the, the kids have heard me teach at church, um, I think that's a whole different experience for her and I to share that moment of a whole weekend together with other women just exploring our faith and growing closer to God. And um, so, I, you know, I think that overall it's um, been encouraging to them. Um, I don't know that <clears throat> they um, understand everything that I share because um, their lives have been very different from what mine was growing up. So we're coming from different places, but I'm grateful that they've been um, really supportive of what I've been trying to accomplish with my ministry and, and seen my heart for for Jesus. That makes me so excited, Julie, because this morning, my daughter, um, we just started practicing our choir at church, just started practicing for the, Engl uh, the Easter cantata that we have coming up. Yeah. And I told her uh, last night, I was like, because she sings, my, my oldest daughter does, she's only 10, but she sings beautifully for, for a 10-year-old, you know, and um, I just kind of said it flippantly, like, oh, you know, it'd be so great if you would sing with me, because Aww. she's not the type that is, she's just very, like, she, I don't know, she's not the type that's like, all eyes on me all the time, you know, Yeah. and um, and then this morning on the way to, to drop her off at school, she said, uh, I was listening to the CD, because I'm trying to, you know, pounded inside of my head so when the day comes I'll be ready um but she said she was just kind of like oh you know will they let kids sing in the choir Aww. and I was like yeah I'm sure they would and she's like well I think I'd like to do it with you and I was like what I was trying not to like you know be that mom that's like oh my gosh yes so I was just like oh okay well yeah sure you know yeah sure, you know trying to be cool stuff. <laughs> but I am I'm excited I hope that it'll it'll be um something that we can do together from here on out I you know it's funny because right now like you're in the you're you're past like you're in the teenage years like you're you like you have been able to do stuff with with your your kids uh but for me like I'm just now getting to that point where they can kind of you know tag along and do stuff with me whether it yeah. be like play tennis or 
you know, anything yeah. like that. Um, so I'm, I'm just, I'm just excited. I'm just a little excited. I'm trying to, I'm trying to hold my uh, excitement in so that I don't scare them off. <laughs> Well, I think that's great that you're excited because I think uh, we spend too much time talking about all the hard stuff about raising teenagers. We tend to forget about all the beautiful and exciting things. And and it is an exciting time. And that is a special gift when your kids get old enough that you can share in those passions and hobbies and things together. So I'm glad you're excited about it because it is going to be a beautiful time. Yes. Uh, Well, Jaleesa, I thank you so much for coming on. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners? Um, I guess my final thought, and I think you already articulated this so beautifully, so thank you, but, you know, my my heart is just that um, women know that um, although God created us to be incredibly strong and confident and gave us all of these amazing individual gifts and talents, um, that I do think at the end of the day, we have to remember that um, God also created us to be in relationship with him and to need him and to not buy into the message from the world that um, you can do it all by yourself, because that's when we start to feel really defeated and unworthy when we start trying to carry it all and do it all by ourselves. So I guess that would just be my final thought to leave with people is um, rely on your Lord and Savior because he wants to be in it from every little detail um, to the big stuff as well. He wants to be right there with you and have you leaning on him and and to help you get through it. So that that would kind of be the last thing I would say. Oh, Jaleesa, I love it. Uh, so, listeners, please give Jaleesa a like and follow over at Neither Height Nor Depth. And also, Jaleesa, if, if anybody wanted to book you for, uh, you know, maybe to come and share some truths from the Bible with their women's group or, or their youth group or their ministry, uh, how could they get up with you? Um, so, there's, if you go to my website, neitherheightnordepth.com, um, I've got a page on there with more information about how to contact me for speaking. And there's a video and some testimony that you can look at. So if you're interested in that, that would be the best place to check. And um, and like I said, um, for my book, Forgiven and Restored, uh, right now it's currently available on Amazon and other retailers. It may not be available there for long, but it will still be available for purchase from my website um, for the foreseeable future. So if that's something any of your listeners are interested in, they can stop by my website for that as well. Y'all better hurry up because these suckers <laughs> are going to go like hotcakes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Elise, and I can't wait to get you back on later. Thank you, Stephanie. I really appreciate the chance to come on and talk to you. Okay, ladies, that's it for this week. If you haven't, give us a like. If you want a review, drop a good review or a horrible one, whatever you feel. And like always, subscribe. Till next time.